Grant Cardone said when he met his wife, he said, I will do, I will do any and everything for you. He's like, I'll provide for you. I won't cheat. I'll be there for you. I'm loving house, whatever. He said, I'll do everything for you. He's like, the one thing I will not do is give up on my dream. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's the one that that's a that's a non-negotiable. If you if you want me to sacrifice that, we can't be together. And he's like, mm-hmm. I do everything else for you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how I'm gonna be. Like I can't. Like not not on this. Yeah. And that's how it should be though. But a lot of people don't, but a lot of people are not like that. And then they be resenting <clears throat> the other person for it later. Whether it be a significant other. Kids. Or there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of grown people out here that resent their kids, bro. Yeah. Hey, yo, you work entirely too hard to make entirely too little of income, and that would instantly change for you if you just had a digital product. Now, the great thing about digital products is that you only have to do the work one time, and you can literally get paid forever. Now, most people they work, 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 and then they get paid. But with digital products, you do the work once, and then you get paid, get paid, get paid, get paid, get paid, get paid, pay, 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 pay. Now go ahead, click the link and come join me over the next five days where I show you how to take your own intellectual property and monetize your genius by turning it into a digital asset. Over these next five days, I'm gonna share with you all the tips, tools, strategies, secrets, and systems to monetize your own IP, to monetize your own intellectual property now i highly suggest that you get a vip option because if you're the best why not get the best plus it's 50 percent off right now i see you on the challenge okay so my question is you sitting here talking about schools for your kids right mm-hmm. and you're probably and we we having the public versus private school discussion mm-hmm. so you was like they'll probably go private up until a certain point mm-hmm. because you're an advocate for public schools, but up until a certain point, they're going to go private because there's not that many good public schools, I guess, in their age range for... Yeah, age age range. Where you live at? Yeah, age range mainly. Because even, even once we move, it still be a tough time finding a good public school, like... In elementary, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so, but my question is, what what constitutes a good school? Like, what is a good school? Uh, for me, it's the it's the program, it's the curriculum, it's the stuff that they offer, uh, it's their rating, uh, the diversity of the school. You know what I mean? Like all those things like help to build a, a certain experience, I would say. You know. Okay. That's that's what I wanted to know because I hear people I hear people all the time talk about like finding good schools for their kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, what is a good cause you know I think school's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd be like, what like what is a like what is the best of the bullshit? Like like Right. Uh like what are we looking at? Like I, I wouldn't care about curriculum. Cause I'm like, you you outside of well, at those at those early ages, because you only talking about elementary school. 
Yeah, I'm talking about, yeah, like, like I feel like, honestly, from from the life I've lived, I could have been good without school after high school. After high school? After high school, yeah. I, I think I learned everything I needed to learn by sixth grade. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if, if we talking from like a, a coursework, uh, perspective, but I think that I think school is important uh, unless you can find a way to construct, you know, like the certain experiences that you have through meeting people, friendships, uh, just being in, in, in a certain environment and interaction is the word I was looking for. I was stalling until I found it. Interaction until if you can't find something to cultivate you know, a certain level of interaction, I think that you may suffer. So so you see school, so you're thinking mainly of school for social Yeah, for sure. Skills. Yeah, for sure. Because if it was about just being smart, we could just hire somebody to teach them in in the crib. But is but what is smart? Like teach them what in the crib? The idea of learning coursework. I'm saying like I'm 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 taking that aspect of school. Like so if it was just about coursework and curriculum, then we could do that at home is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, cuz cuz you know, I think I think schools I I get it. I get it. It's, it's basically daycare. Parents got to send you can't you got to go work. So you need yeah. some public school at least, a free daycare. Mm-hmm. On top of they're learning, but every single adult that I have this conversation with that tells me that they're an advocate for school and stuff, when we really start to break it down, they end up agreeing with me or just lying to themselves because they don't want to be wrong, that all their education is pointless in the world. I'm like, you don't use none of it. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> you don't use any of it, but... Parents continue and continue and continue to tell me about how education's key and they want their kid to go to a good school. That's why I asked you. That's why I cut the camera on because I was like, what? What is a good, like, what is a good school? Yeah. You talking education-wise? Yeah, I want them to get a good education, good course curriculum. And I'm like, but, but you know for a fact that whatever course curriculum they have is going to be useless. Yeah. So why does it have to be an emphasis on what the on what the school's teaching? Because you know it's BS. Yeah, like you said, it's the best of the BS. So it's like if they're gonna do it, then do it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you're gonna be there, you might as well like I'll put it like this. If you're gonna be a part of the system, then you might as well be a a part of the best of that system. Otherwise, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? If if so, if, if it's so if like you like super anti then then don't do cuz cuz me I'm like you. I do believe it's BS. However, I'm not so anti to where I'm not going to send them to school or further their education in some type of way. Like me if if I could do it in like my dream scenario, 
they would be introduced to a whole bunch of stuff by, I don't know, 13, 14. And then whatever they like from there, focus on that. So you saying basically middle school. You saying basically if if you got to do the bid, say that you got a problem so you can possibly get the option to go to rehab versus going to prison. For sure. Since you're gonna be locked up. Yeah, <laughs> and, like and, basically yeah. and I would and send me to Malibu. <laughs> send me to that joint at Malibu that's nice on the on the water. Yes. <laughs> Bro, because I'm, I'm, I'm 100% positive. I was talking about, uh, to my neighbor about this because she was, like, so, like, thinking that I'm totally wrong about school. And I'm like, well, what do you... She's a realtor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're, you're a realtor. What, what, what did you use in school to, <laughs> to be a realtor yeah. outside of, like I said, stuff that you learn up until sixth grade, maybe seventh grade, basic Basic spelling, add addition, subtract, basic arithmetic. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what did you, what did you learn in history class? What did you learn in social studies? Right, social studies, right? <laughs> and you're not studying nothing social. Nah. Social studies in school today need to be social media classes. Mm. That's what they need to have. Social study, like, like, why does the curriculum got to stay the same? I don't know how. I don't got kids. I don't know what the the stuff is now. But I know when I was in school, some of them books was old. Oh yeah, falling apart. Cause the school ain't got no budget to get new books. So I'm like, all right, why am I, why am I learning some of the same stuff that my pops was learning in the seventies? Yeah. And why is your kid gonna be learning some of the stuff that you was learning in the in the twenty uh, twenties that you learned in the nineties in the nineteen hundreds? Yeah, you know what? That know. just make it just that just make it sound older. Night the back in the nineteen hundreds. <laughs> I know, I know. Why are they learning? Why are they gonna be learning stuff and and memorizing <laughs> memorizing stuff that you learned? Yeah, you know that's that that's one thing that I do take from uh, or like rather, or like the type of schools that we've been sending Shiloh and Ivy to, but really the new school Shiloh, Shiloh about to go to. It's not just based off of like writing, you know, uh, your typical way of learning and teaching. It's like more like real world practicals type of stuff and and creativity and art mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know how long that's going to last, though. That's because that's the thing. Then going to transition at some point. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but, but I just remember, shout out to Miss Sanders. Miss Sanders is my favorite teacher of all time. She's my second and third grade teacher. And I didn't know this at the time, but my mama, we've talked about this as I got older. Because uh, we have these school conversations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Miss Sanders, my mama would have like the little parent teacher conferences or whatever with Miss Sanders. Mm-hmm. And what my mama worried about with me in like second grade, Miss Sanders was like, if that's all you worried about, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. He's not going to need this. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, Miss Sanders kept it real. But my mama, you know, a parent, they they want their child to, you know, achieve and, and be the best that they can be and thinking about them being good in the in the world and stuff like that in the future. Mm-hmm. So say for example, I had a I had problems uh, spelling. Mm-hmm. So second grade, it ain't like I could spell the best, and they weren't teaching us like how to spell. Whatever it was, it was like some creative stuff. Like just spell spell it however you think it's spelled. Mm. And that and to my mama, she was like, Whoa, this boy needs to learn how to spell. Right, right. I, I would be that same person. <laughs> I don't I don't remember it, but I, I just remember that being my a second and grade, second and third grade, my favorite teacher. And I can spell great now. Ask me, ask me how to spell a word. How to spell a word. Oh, uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. S-U-P-E-R-C-A-L-I-F-R-A-G-E-L-I-F-U. I I did all that to get to the (laughs) F-U. I know that... That was legit. I was just like, look, I already know he going to take me up on the offer. <laughs> nah, but I'm a, I'm a, I won't say great, but I'm a decent speller. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, <laughs> but I, but I get it. I think, I think whatever they were doing at the time was like, I don't remember the, the term for it or whatever my mama said it was called, but it was like, be creative however you think it's spelled, spell it that way to whereas I know what I'm, I know what it is that I'm writing mm. and I understand it and I can read it to somebody and like communicate. Mm. Mm. And then I guess through that you learn, start learning like how to spell like the words properly and stuff. Mm. Mm. So I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting there, my mom was like, what, is, what does this say, Blake? And I sit there, I read the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I'm, I know what it says. But that was like a, but to my mama, she was like, that was a big concern of hers. Mm -hmm. And Miss Sanders told my mama, she was like, when he gets older, he's going to have a computer. Mm. It's going to have spell check. Mm. He's not going to have to be able to spell everything right. And then like math and stuff, she was like, he's in, he's gonna have a calculator. Yeah. Come to find out, Miss Sanders was right about both. I got a I got a spell check and a calculator. <laughs> hey bro, that autocorrect is the death of me, dog. Cause I'm like you. I'm I, I can spell. I would even say I'm a great speller, but that autocorrect be having me like, man, hold on, hold on I'm kinda oh no, let me double check. <laughs> You, you know, you know one, you know one word that be busting my ass though. What? And it's not a word that most people have to spell all the time. I just do because of what I I do. Questionnaire. That one of them ends in there. <laughs> one of them ends, uh, uh, R's or something, be be messing with me, bro. Because because every time I get a new funnel built. Um, my team, they send me a questionnaire so I can tell them 
like about the product mm, and mm-hmm. whatnot. But my they built multiple funnels for me to the point of where they they know my voice for the most part for the copy. Mm-hmm. So certain stuff where they they're asking these questions, I put see previous questionnaire, see previous questionnaire. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even filling out. 60 70 percent of the questionnaire no more i'm just putting c previous questionnaire and i'll be like God, please. <laughs> what are we having that that key and peel sweat <laughs> be right here i'll be like <laughs> bro to this day and this and, and this came up on my mind because this happened yesterday i still be like dessert and desert i'll be like okay Whichever one don't supposed to go is how you spell it. That's nah, that's that's what I know. The the after dinner's one is. No. No. <laughs> See? And I just had to do a quick scan in my brain. Like, no, because that would make too much sense. And the English language doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> would it? Dessert and desert every time. I'd be like, whichever one look weird, that's the one. Because desert should be two S's, bro. <laughs> I'm, glad. I'm glad you're confident, though, just because I, th- I wanted you to be like, yeah. Nah, no. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Nah, bro. I did the quick scan, man, because that's how I know. <laughs> but... But Miss Sanders, but Miss Sanders, she was like the the stuff that my mama was worried about. She was like, right. I'm like, all right. That's probably why she was my favorite teacher. Like Miss Sanders kept it real. Mm. Like this isn't gonna be something that you have to worry about. I um, my mama took me to. I I used to go to speech pathologist when I was a kid. Miss mm. Sanders told my mama. Uh, not not Miss Sanders, not Miss Sanders. I went to this was before second grade. This like kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So how old you kindergarten? Like five. This is the preschool kindergarten. I used to go to a spot called uh, Kindercare. They did yeah. I used to preschool go to and yeah, and and kindergarten and Kindercare before I went to school in first grade. Mm-hmm. So around around pre K, kindergarten, them young ages. I, I went to a speech pathologist. You already know I talk slow. So I, I used to talk like way slower. Mm. And then certain words, certain words I, I couldn't get out. Mm. So like say, say my pops, I come up to this day, I call my pops daddy. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say daddy. It was like dally. Mm. Or other words, I used to get teased. My my cousins, my cousins would tease me and stuff. Mm. Or, or even as I get older, or got older, you know, middle school, high school, and stuff. My boys, people would tease me. I talk slow, blah blah blah. Certain certain ways that I pronounce stuff, and I'm like, it's funny now. Like, I'm a I'm a paid communicator. Yeah. I got te- I got teased from my voice my whole life and I'm a I'm a paid communicator. Yeah, man. Life life is funny, bro. But but whatever it was, though, my mama, because we've had these conversations too, it 
it was it was rooted from her like wanting the best for me. So say one of the teachers at Kindercare said was have like they was having problems understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, the black lady that worked at Kindercare was like, I understand Blake fine. He don't need nothing. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just hearing that. And I guess from what my mama had had experienced and stuff and just wanting the best for my future, she's like, nah, I'm gonna give him every opportunity. Yeah. Speech speech pathologist. And I don't think I was in there that long, but whatever it was, like that that little line or whatever up under your tongue. Mm-hmm. We were doing exercises to work on stretching it, cause that's why I couldn't say certain words. Oh, it was like like, like Achilles tight. <laughs> yeah. So say so say how I say certain like my tongue might not be getting to the parts of the roof of my mouth that it needed to get to to mm-hmm. say certain words. Mm-hmm. So even to this day, like my my tongue don't stick out that far. Yeah. I'll just be blaming it on cause I got a short. I got a short thing, pause. So, I would show you right now, but my my tongue look crazy because it's green from you know I've been juicing. But uh, <laughs> so like when so it's like when it's like when my face is in it, my face is in it because I ain't got that. I ain't got that. <laughs> that man come on wiping his eyelashes, man. Like yeah, I be I be in it because. Tongue don't get that. And look, they just be thinking you a big old <laughs> freak, but you like, nah, I just got to do what I got to do. <laughs> I, it gets the job done. <laughs> but I, I'm in there. Girl, My nose is in it. Girl, you a big old freak, girl. You should have seen <laughs> You just like... <laughs> you just like, nah, baby. I'm, hey, I'm just not making no excuses. <laughs> No excuses. It has to work or it has to work. <laughs> no excuses. Let your test be your testimony. <laughs> we gonna we gonna figure it out. Ah, uh, uh, you be moving on. They be mad. They be like, ah, you don't do it like I like. I'm using. <laughs> you don't be in yeah, there like man. that. Yeah, man. Little little tip that y'all can do. Man, I don't, this going left, man. I ain't even going to tell y'all the tip, man. <laughs> oh, that's I ain't funny. even going to tell y'all the tip. But a, a lesbian friend of mine gave me a tip <sighs> a while ago. I'll tell y'all the tip. She yeah, said, I feel like everybody's at the edge of their seat. She said to do it sideways. Hmm. Match lips, to, match lip to lip. It's like lips this way, mm-hmm. and then we doing it this way. So she just like do it from the side. Hmm. Interessante. Yeah. That's a little tip. I don't do it all the time like that though. Yeah. Cause my, cause I. <laughs> but so you gotta my earn face it. Already in it. <laughs> but so you, you gotta earn that cheat code. <laughs> <laughs> But but back to back to uh, uh back to your teacher. <laughs> yeah, but but with the but with the teaching stuff, I'm like it gets like repetitive because I'm like okay, 
it's crazy how these topics be coming up, bro. Because this literally wasn't uh, like I was really like, oh, what we gonna what we gonna talk about <laughs> until you start talking about the school, bro. And then we but, went into Conolingus. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to us crowded at the top. <laughs> All right, let me shut up. Which is my second one. But, but it's crowded at the at the top. Ah. Nah, ah, but. Oh, where your button? Where your button? <laughs> I would hit it. It got the sound for that, too. Oh, man. We got to figure out a way for you to hear the sounds. I know. So I'll just be over here like. <laughs> it's better to laugh together. Yeah, true. But now nah, I was saying like it, like it's repetitive on like. I was saying you you have your feelings about school, whatever, and then you get in the real world, see that you don't use anything from school. My mama gets out of school, see that she don't use anything, but then want me to do all good in school. I get out of school, or while I was in school, I realized that it was. It was BS. That's, that's I was a bad I was a bad student. Like once I realized it was BS, mm-hmm. terrible student. Yeah. I like terrible. Like my mama was really, she was really thinking like, like, like something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like she was threatening to send me off to like a, a military prep school and stuff like that. And, then my pops would back door and be like, hey, hey, man, don't worry. She just, she just talking. Uh, He'd be like, man, just make sure you eligible to hoop. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I'd be like, bet. Because to her, I had good grades all the way until eighth grade. Mm. And then, like, eighth grade, it started to dip. But it wasn't the worst. Mm. But it started to dip. And then I use like illness as an excuse too, because I call mono uh eighth grade. You know, they got the kissing disease. Yeah, mono. I call that eighth grade. Mono had everybody scared, had everybody like, what was the rule? If you look down or something and your head hurt, you had it. Like it was some so many crazy. I ain't, I ain't never heard. I ain't never heard that. Bro. We was going around. But <laughs> I ain't never heard that. But mono, but mono, eighth grade, I remember it took me out, bro. Like, that ain't nothing to play with. Nah. And then, but then I, I like, no, I didn't want to go back to school. So I like faked it. Like, when I was getting better, mm. I like, uh, that's the word I'm looking for. Like, I, you, acted, you I acted like I was, yeah, I prolonged it. Yeah. Like, I wasn't that sick, but I was still. Acting sick. Yeah. And I remember I got back and people was like, oh, who'd you kiss? Who'd you kiss? I literally didn't, I literally wasn't kissing nobody. You drinking after somebody? Like, who knows if if that is even true? Like, we just be making up stuff. But the doctor was like, you can, I guess it's called a kissing disease because you can't get it from like water fountains. You can get Mm -hmm. it from kissing. You can get it from drinking after people. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, ain't no telling. And thing back then, water fountains was normal. Water fountains was normal. Drinking after people was normal. 
Nah, I ain't never been. I ain't never drunk after. You ain't never been like, bro, let me get a sip. Nah, I ain't never like that. Man, be like, bro, let me get a sip. And then you put your your hand. Oh, I ain't. (laughs) Nah, I've never been a fan of that, bro. I was like. And that's why even when I got older and like started drinking and like in college and stuff and people passing the bottle around, I'm like, bro. Mm, That makes sense. You ain't, we ain't got no you ain't got no solos. Yeah. Bro, that's that's funny because I, I just had a random thought. So I'm gonna ask you, like, what age do you think you become like who you are? Like the your your foundational self that you will be for the rest of your life. I know we evolve and interest, blah blah blah. Yeah, it, it gotta be at the beginning, two. You think that early? Three or something. Four. I I just know I've been I've been like this since my first memory. Yeah. I've been the I've been the everybody goes this way. I'm gonna go this way and do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I've been the I got to get my. You gonna hear me? Mm-hmm. You gonna see me? If you not if you not seeing me, why are you hearing me? You not listening? Look. Oh yeah, remember remember we stopped the take on the course <laughs> and I was checking something. You say, like, hold, hold on, bro, I feel like you ain't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like bro, I'm checking the level. So <laughs> <laughs> that's real. Yeah, I was I was at mama, daddy, look. Oh, I'm saying something. You not are you you listening still to this day? And because I know certain people, like. Like I know, I know my mama. If she's pre, if she's doing something, else, if she's looking in her phone and talking to you, she's not listening. Yeah, at all. Yeah. And then she'd be like, "Blake, I hear you." I'm like, well, "What I just say?" And she never can answer mm-hmm. it, or can't fully answer it. And I and I'm the same. Like uh, the people, what they say, you can uh, uh, multitasking. I think that I think that's a myth. It, oh, I think I was reading something it that's really like it's it's really not true. Like you, your brain can't focus on multiple tasks at one time. No, the the best it does, like people who can multitask, just have the ability. Like scientifically, you're just able to go between that and that, that and that quicker than others. Yeah, but you're not doing the, at the same both time. of them at yeah. the same time for whatever the time frame is. You're stopping for right. for that moment and doing this. Right. And then you're stopping and you're doing that. So prime example for me, and I, I'll apologize to people. Like I'll be on the phone and a text message comes through or email or Slack notification mm-hmm. or something, right? And I might be like, like, hold on, can you give me like six seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You be doing that. Cause I, I can't I can't text and talk at the same time. But people be like, yeah, I'm like, no, you're not. You you missing, you just you just missed everything I just said. Nah. But then I get frustrated because you're not listening, because you're not giving me your undivided attention during this phone call. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, me and, me and, me and Viv used to go <laughs> over, over that. Or if it, it's repeatedly happening. What'd you say? Yeah, bro, that, that's. Y'all used to go from your end or from her end of being the 
I would text through this I would get I would get frustrated when I'm talking to her and she would get a text like we in person and she would get a text and put me on hold <laughs> and I'm like look that text can wait but she'll be like hold on hold on hold on well, what if it can man ninety five percent of the time because this this where my brain goes my brain be like that person who's texting you they don't know what you're doing you could be in the bathroom. You could be washing your hands. Whatever the case may be, you have a minute or two to let me finish my thought. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, come on. She be like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, but here we are. Yeah. D- depending <laughs> on the situation, <laughs> depending on the situation, I'll, I'll put somebody on hold in person. But more times than not, it'll be the opposite. Exactly. And that's how I am. Like, if it's really something that's pressing, I'd be like, wait, hold on, I gotta, I gotta, you know, shoot this back real quick. And then I'll be right. But yeah, it don't be nothing pressing, man. <laughs> I used to be yeah, hot. <laughs> but the but to answer your question, you was like, how old are and I've always been super curious and super inquisitive. Mm. And asking questions about stuff that I want to know the answers to. Man. And that's like, and that like started the bad, that started the, uh, that started the bad student level is the asking questions part of it. And I'm still like that now because around like eighth, ninth grade, I started asking, do you, am I going to need this? Mm. It's like nah, I'm like, man. Then, then what am I? What am I in? Why am I learning about? Why do I have to know who the the twenty eighth president was? <laughs> why do I still to the school teach you so much dumb stuff? Why do I still to this day know the fifty states in alphabetical order? Cause Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. Why the fuck do I need to know that? Hey, man. Hey, cheers to you, man. <laughs> Good. But 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 that's but that's another lesson why that's but that is another lesson on like why people don't learn stuff now. They don't do it enough time because repetition's the father of all learning. Mm-hmm. You only learn stuff by repeatedly doing it time and time and time and time again. Since you were a kid, the only reason that your kids know how to talk. It's because you sitting there since they come out the out the womb saying, say that that, <laughs> say that that, say yeah. that that. Yeah. What do both of your kids call you? Daddy. Daddy. Yeah. I'll be hearing, I hear daddy and dad that. Yeah, yeah, dad that. Obviously that obviously both depending on how she feel. But Shy Shy, she definitely daddy and and Papa Bear. But it's but it's the only reason that they know how to how to read is because they sitting there reading 
yeah. over and over and over again. Stuff that they watching the the little cartoons that's telling them how to spell the words. Mm-hmm. The only reason they know the colors because you sitting there since they little. Hey, hey, what color is this? I know. What color is that? That's the only. But and and through school, the only way you feel like you're learning stuff is through repetition. Mm-hmm. Not really learning it. You're not really learning it. You're, you're memorizing. It's, that's not learning, right? And then you get out. And then you get out here as an adult, and then you start something new to learn it, and then you quit, and then you wonder why you don't, why you ain't learning, because mm-hmm. you don't, you ain't put in no reps. You bought this one course, you bought this one ebook, and you thought like magic's supposed to happen. You ain't do nothing. Man, or when you do get out of school, you you done learn so much BS that now your whole perception of learning is skewed because you because you equivalent education with boring and BS and you equivalent reading as mm. negative because all you've done is read stuff that you don't want to read right. for forever. And so then you become an adult and then you stop reading. You stop getting education because you're like, whoo, I'm finally can not have to do this no more. Yeah. Yo, what up? Right now I'm out ATVing in the rainforest with a group of high-level entrepreneurs. I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur. My mentor, Nehemiah Davis, listen eight-figure entrepreneur. Listen to me, y'all. And I don't even want to put him in a box. I know you teach 99 ways how to get into real estate, how to use OPM. But this man is going to teach y'all just entrepreneurship, period. How to get in the game, stay in the game, and get that six and seven figures, man. This man constantly investing in himself, putting himself in rooms. This is why he's on that next level. This is why he's been making this uh, type of impact for so many years. But now that man coming out and helping y'all do it. So I'm, when Blake said, yo, I'm about to go crazy, I said, I, I'm looking at it. So listen, if y'all interested, getting your money right, right, getting your time back, and be able to scale and grow your businesses, Ask the CEO, Blake, don't, I'm telling y'all, don't even look, don't look nowhere else. When you told me the 99 ways, though, peep this, I never heard nobody say 99 ways. Right. I heard about one. You heard a couple. Two, three, four, five, max. 99? 99. <laughs> yeah, okay. Y'all Crazy, tripping y'all. y'all. But hey. I really don't, 99 ways? It's impossible to fail. Most important thing y'all can do is get in the room. Nah, that's real. Cause my history class, like my junior year, senior, whatever that was in high school, bro, we had to do a report every other day. So we had to read like 30 to 50 pages out of a history book and do a report on it, bro. That's one class. For what? For what? I don't know. I don't know. And then, and then it's like, and then you don't have no... And then you don't have no skills because you didn't. You just memorized a bunch of useless stuff. So that's why I tell people, I'm like, man, you gotta, you gotta go and acquire more. Like you have to go acquire skills. It's a, it's a necessity. You just spent, you just spent. Depending on how long you went to school, when you start going to school, six. So I say from seven, something like that. Yeah. For me, I say sixth grade because that's when I learned how to type. So I say I learned everything sixth grade. But let's say seventh grade, seventh, eighth, seventh, eighth, ninth. Uh, let's do it better. Let's say 
don't know. Eighth grade. Just for just for giggles. Yeah. So so you done spent four to five years if you didn't go to school. And then a lot of stuff that you learn earlier too, like I said, outside of like spelling, basic arithmetic. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that is pointless. Science class. Why well, I'm in science class for, bro? <laughs> I don't see. That's why. That's, not... that's why I said I think it's important up to a certain age because you might legit, like, some might be ignited in that class, and then you end up being a scientist. Yeah, I, I get it. It won't. It won't for me. <laughs> Only thing I liked about science class, elementary school, my favorite class was art. Well, elementary school, I pretty much liked everything. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Because it's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Middle school, I liked. The only thing I liked about science, I had a teacher named Mr. Rousey. He had a, he had a snake. And we would feed the snake uh Mice. I like mm. seeing it. Mm. And we had tarantula, and we fed the tarantula little baby pink mice. Mm. That's tough. And it was just something in my head that it was just cool to see a spider eating a mouse. Yeah. But that stuff, I'm like, man, why do I feel pressured? Why does my kid, I'm getting introduced to stress at a young age because I feel pressured to do well on a test. Yeah, a lot of people are against tests. I I, I was I was cool. I didn't, the only time I had a bad school year, well, not even a school year, it was my first six weeks of high school. I, I was trash. And I think it was just because it was such a big adjustment. It was like a all predominantly white school. And I'm coming from black school all my life. Like probably one white kid throughout all my years, elementary and middle mm-hmm. school. But then after that, because I couldn't hoop like the first few games. And then after that, it was like pretty much straight A's. See, I'm the opposite. I went to mostly white schools. Mm. Well, where I'm from, every school gonna be mostly white for the for the most part. Yeah. But now it would have been more diversely at the school I was supposed to go to. I I never went to the school that I was supposed to go to because mm. my mom was always how we started off making sure that I was in the best schools possible. Yeah. So. Back then, I think they just made up a, a new rule that I wish they had when I was in high school. Like, the kids can go to whatever high school they want to now. But when I was in school, I, I think they just passed it, like, within the past couple of years. But mm. we had districts. You live here, mm-hmm. you go to that school. Mm-hmm. You live here, you go to that school. It it would, it would used to be, like, to the point, my pops was telling me back in his day, it'd be to the point where if you live on this side of the street, you over there at this school. You live on this side mm-hmm. of the street, you over at that school. Mm-hmm. Just so they could get their quota for the for having black kids and stuff in the school, because you know them, they them schools be having little quotas of like a percentage of races that they should yeah. have to get funding for whatever for somebody to get paid. <laughs> they gotta have some black kids in the school, so it's like the elementary school that I went to. 
most of the black kids that went there was from the projects out uh, east end of my city. They was from the east side of Albrecht, the projects, which they shouldn't have been going to that school. Like it's, it's not even close. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but that's that's the school that they that's the school that they go to. So it's like my school was like a bunch of white kids, a, you know, a couple black kids here and there, and then project kids. Mm. But not all the project kids, like some of the kids out east went to my school. Some of the kids out east went <laughs> went somewhere else. It was like, all right, we got a quota. Yeah. So cut it off at, at, at here or whatever. Hey, Charlie, how many more you say you need? <laughs> <laughs> I just need 12. All right, all right. I got Winneka coming up for you right now. Zoning Winneka. And, and then... <laughs> And then, and then my middle school at the time was a magnet school, so middle school is the only time where I went to a school that I was technically supposed to go to because they didn't have districts. Mm. You just had to qualify to be in the school, mm -hmm. and I guess I qualified. And then I think like my eighth grade year, they started to let like a couple of the neighborhood kids in because it's still out east end, like this in the hood, still too. Mm. And then. Sad to say, I don't want they how they made it sound or how the way it looks once they start to let the neighborhood kids in the school started to decline, like started to become like one of the worst schools. Mm. But at the time when I went, it was like the best school to go to. Mm -hmm. And you got uh, you know, the the Asian kid that plays the piano and the violin like a savant. And yeah. this kid, the 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 Indian girl that's like a amazing artist, mm -hmm. and that's like that type of stuff. In high school, I didn't go to where I was supposed to go, and then my mama moved to a house in the district of where I was supposed to go, and then I ended up going to another high school. <laughs> like the next year, you move around so, like a military baby. <laughs> yeah, and and that I was having this conversation with one of my friends the other day. I was like, man, you gotta be selfish first, because I, I don't got kids. But I'm like, if I, I know it's probably gonna be hard for me to say if I ever do have kids. But I'm like, if I have kids, I'm gonna still put myself first. I ain't putting the kid first. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that's got to be tough because. You know, parents always want to put the kid first, but I'm like, if I ain't good, the kid ain't going to be good. Right, right. Like how they say on the planes, if the mask drop, put yours on first and then assist the kid. You know, it make no sense. Or, so, or help somebody else, and it make no sense. They drop you helping people, then you pass out helping them, and now y'all both out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's real. Because uh... my, my mama passed up, like, my mama passed up on a lot of opportunities or things that she wanted to do, doing her best to make sure I was straight. Hmm. So what, I just used the house for idea I used, of, of you being straight, though. Not, so take take being all right. Use the house as an example. I said I never lived in a school in my district. Mm -hmm. Right. I grew up in a. a 
a two-bedroom, one one bathroom apartment my whole life from first that I can remember. My mama says we lived in some other apartment, but from when I can remember, this is home. Mm-hmm. And think apartments, people bounce around in apartments. No, I was at this one apartment from first memory from when I can remember to freshman year of high school. Mm. So we there, that's that's like that's what I that's like a home for, to me. And then when she did finally go buy a house, she bought a house in the district of the school that I said I wanted to go to. Mm. That's the only reason she was looking in that area. So she's so she made a, a decision, and she still lives in that house to this day. Mm-hmm. So she made a decision on buying a property for somewhere I said that I wanted to be at the time for four years. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, the, but but to to me, that's illogical thinking. But I'm not a parent. Yeah, I, as a parent, I'm I'm more on the side of nah, you'll be okay. Uh, let's go where we need to go. You know what I'm saying? You say that, but but you can say that now while your kids is three and one. You don't know what it. You don't know what it's gonna what it's gonna turn into later on. What if what if they have a dream of doing something, and they and and they think that this school has them the best option to get to to get to what they want to do after i think for me if all right so of course i would i would do my best to try to i don't say i do my best to make that happen however if if that means that i'm sacrificing too much and then it'll it'll actually make us as a unit worse then we would have to either try to figure a way to still make that happen for her and like do both or find that in a different place because like I'm like 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 I wouldn't just uproot the fam like there's an opportunity in New York and then she feels like or believes that whatever's going on in LA is the move then definitely that's much more to consider. But if it's some, if an opportunity and we're thinking about moving like 30, 40 minutes away or an hour even away from wherever she believes is best for her, then I think we could still make that move and make it happen. See, but this, and this, and I don't want to make it seem like she only bought the house so I could go to, that's not yeah. why, but that was like a, it was a, a thinking. A factor. It was a, a factor in it. Yeah. Like I'm, I know because I never, damn near hardly ever got like, I got things that I wanted, but it it's not like I just asked for. That's one reason of the relationship with money that I got. Mm-hmm. Now am I thinking of money because I didn't want to ask for nothing, so I, I went and got it. But I'm just saying it's a it's a it was a factor in the decision. You know what I'm saying? Or or certain stuff on. It'd be summertime. I, you know, I'm a, I grew up an athlete, but when I was a kid, I'm I'm really into whatever sport I'm playing at the time. That's what I'm into. I didn't like just 
even though it's still a young age, but I didn't just just play basketball until like middle school. Like middle school, that was like all I do is hoop. Mm-hmm. So them years before that, summertime was baseball for me. And that was actually my best sport, like coming up. Mm-hmm. So it's like baseball t- baseball season. She might want to go on a vacation, or it might be something like not nothing major. She might want Florida or something, mm-hmm. or just somewhere. My, I can't miss. I can't miss my baseball game. Yeah. She sees that the baseball game means that much to me. She don't go on the on the four three day trip or the four day trip because I would have missed yeah. base my baseball game or I would have missed my baseball practice. Yeah. And uh, you know I'm I'm an all star every year at my park, so I'm like yeah, I'm, man I can't miss because then what if the all star or do this I might miss two games. Like, you want to go, go for a week? Well, I'm going to do baseball, you know, this and that. And then then the All-Stars will go. Or say I become an All-Star. I'm an All-Star every year. She might be looking at the schedule. All right, baseball season's over by this time. All right, let's go to Virginia Beach or something. I'm just making those mm-hmm. spots. Let's go to Virginia Beach. I get an All-Star. But I'm an All-Star. And then the, the All-Star tournament, because when you're All-Star, you start – I don't know if you play baseball, how it is, if you play baseball, where you're from, but where I'm from in the city, all the parts got all-star teams. So they'll take the best kids, you, mm-hmm. on an all-star. Then they'll have some tournament where all the all-star teams are playing. Mm-hmm. And then whoever wins, that goes off. To, that's how they do the Little League World Series, series type stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if they do it the same way, but it's kind of the same concept. Like, they basically pick all the best kids and yeah. whatever. So, I'm, like, thinking of that. Like, man, y'all, we got an all-star team, and then we'll get to – what if we go and win this, and then we could go? So, she like, all right, we ain't going to go to Virginia Beach. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, those those are those are sacrifices that parents make putting their, oh, yeah, their for kids. Sure. For, for sure. I do that all the time. That's why I'm like, and I say it's easy to say now because I don't have kids. But if I did have kids, I think I would be like, all right, I'm putting myself first. I would have been, I would have been perfectly fine missing one baseball game. Yeah, but God willing, that day comes. You, you ain't, nah. You not, you not gonna go on that vacation, bro. I would have, I would have been perfectly fine missing. Uh, Two baseball games, a couple practices, whatever. Like I'm talking about, I'm like I can't miss practice type stuff. Yeah, I think you'd be okay missing practice. But like for example, you know we've been traveling a lot lately. But I know that if if it was something that that we were orchestrating, we wouldn't have Shiloh miss her recital. Like we wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like. Even with her being three and a half, and of course she'll grow up and be okay, and maybe not even remember that. But in the present moment, nah, maybe a class, but not the, not recital, nah. Like we yeah, we'll, and I, we'll, and I, we'll miss school. We miss weeks of school. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, if I have kids, I'm a. If I have kids, I'm gonna be that parent. Like we gonna, cause you know I think school's bullshit. Yeah. So we gonna be. 
we gonna we gonna do whatever we need to do, and <laughs> and miss school. Yeah, like let like let's bounce to uh, let's go see your uncle and friends. My little cousin live mm. in France. Let's go see, let's go see, uh, cousin V and friends. We got we cousin, but got like a brother type relationship. Mm. I might he might be called uncle or something. Let's go. Yeah, I'm all for that. And I know the I know the examples that I use as far as like a baseball game and stuff. That's that's small, but parents parents sacrifice dreams. Yeah. For kids, yeah, yeah, I couldn't do it. Like, like I know, like I know of people back home. They literally told me that they are in are a very and seriously, not just be like you know. How sometimes people be like, I ain't happy, but they mean it. Mm-hmm. They're not happy in the city that they live, but they don't want to move. For them to be happy because they want their kid to stay there. Yeah, nah, I, I I couldn't do that. This is a but but I'm saying, but this is stuff that I like I know like I know a woman. And that that went into uh certain stuff. If I'm talking about my, my mama, that's certain stuff with me too. She might not have moved away and took certain because my because my daddy was right there. Mm. She's thinking of me. Mm-hmm. That's that's real stuff. Mm-hmm. Or like I know I know a girl right now. She's going through that. She she <clears throat> wants to move. Only reason she's she said the only time that she's happy is you know in the presence of a kid and stuff. She want to move. The daddy's the daddy's there and don't want to move, so she's staying put. Until her kid like goes off to college, hey. her kid's in like the fourth grade. Yeah, that's yeah, that's tough. Cause, cause I remember, I remember when I was, yeah, I was depressed. Yeah, I, I remember when I was depressed, and then Shiloh being like two years old, saying, "Like, Daddy was wrong." So like that ain't good, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I know, but but I'm just saying this is why I'm like the selfishness. I feel if I was a parent, I would hold that like I still gotta, I still gotta look out for me first because yeah. kids is gonna pick up on that. Yeah, we don't think that they do, but when we look back in our memory banks, we have immediately. I have vivid imaginations of all the all the BS, all the emotions, all the conversations. All the arguments. Mm-hmm. I remember all this stuff vividly. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, or uh, or even with the, or even in like a significant other, people be people be sacrificing stuff for they for their significant other. I don't think. I'm pretty confident that I'm not gonna be the one to do that. You've done it before. You know what's interesting? I was having a conversation today with my pops. We was talking about somebody and how they have to be willing to walk away for it to work. And I wasn't really speaking from experience. Because like me and Viv, we are where we are today because either one person or the other or both of us, however you want to slice it, made the decision that we can't sacrifice no more. This ain't going to work. And we 
broke up. And that was the best thing that could have happened to us. <laughs> but see, see, I, that won't work for me, though. Oh, yeah, because you don't come back or go back. I'm right? not to let it go and see if it come back. But that's it's meant for you. I'm the I'm the I'm the, I've never done I've never done a back and forth ever. Mm-hmm. You've done multiple back and forths. I have, I have, I have done. But you know what's interesting? I'll be like I'll be like up oh, up. Oh, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Yeah. This time this time was a little different though. And, and la- yeah, yeah, this this situation was way different. But last time I, I du- last time I doubled back for a quick little thing, it ended up with you giving me uh, crystals. I'm I'm playing with crystals for for a month. Like, man, let me get my energy right. I don't even know where them things is at no more. But you know, they say once but, you don't need yeah. them, once you don't need them anymore, they disappear. I know. I just know they was. I, I just thought to myself, I'm like, oh, these crystals ain't doing. That's just my thought. I was like, man, these crystals ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they in my mama's crib because I used to have them in my backpack and travel with them and stuff yeah. too. I think I just didn't bring them back one day. I was like, <laughs> what am I doing? This rock supposed to? You seen them memes? No. Uh, uh, not memes. It's like reels, like viral reels and stuff. It's like when you get to hell, like the title would be like when you get to hell and show the devil what you trying to fight them against, fight against them with, and it'd be like people holding up their crystals, <laughs> nah. or they sage, or they Palo Santo and nah, stuff. Like that. I ain't seen it. <laughs> That'd be funny, bro. A a crystal community, man. Don't cancel this podcast. <laughs> hey, here's a and here's the thing too. Listen, look, <clears throat> weirdo community. That's what that's what that's what I call. You know how I classify certain stuff. I'm cool with I'm cool with I like weird, but there's another level. I I'm cool with weird weirdo. Yeah, I, I would stay even, away from. Me, I wouldn't bro. even say another level. I would. I would say they in different classrooms. Maybe same. And, and, and I and women. I like and like if I if I classify like a type of woman and stuff. I like I like the weird chicks. Mm-hmm. Weird dudes. They cool with me too. I'm weird. Everybody got their own level of weirdness, mm-hmm. right? But weirdo. Nah, fam. Weirdo and that weird shit. Them two. If you ever hear me, I'm like, yo, bro, weirdo. Yeah. I really don't. I really don't vibe with dude. <laughs> or I'll be like, I'll be like, dude, be on that weird shit. Mm-hmm. That weird shit, some different, some different stuff. But I'll be like, yeah, dude, weird, dude, kind of weird. He could be my best friend. Yeah. But 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 crystal community, weirdo community. <laughs> Look, man, you can you can listen to Janae Aiko all you want, burn all the sage you want, have all them crystals that you want, look in the stars as much as you want, blame the waves for everything. 
and the ocean as much as you want, them stars is innocent. It's not their fault what you're going through. Mm. Mercury is innocent. <laughs> Mercury ain't do it. They innocent. It's your fault. You put yourself in the position for all this dumb stuff to be happening to you. You need to correct it. Free Mercury. Because I don't know. they. Because Mercury being retrograde seemed like every eight weeks. Uh, <laughs> they they innocent, bro. That's fun. They bro. innocent, bro. But the but the, the I don't know. But the how we was talking about the sacrifice and stuff, though. Like I was listening to Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone said when he met his wife, he said, "I will do I will do any and everything for you." He's like, "I'll provide for you. I won't cheat." I'll be there for you, loving, house, whatever. He said, I'll do everything for you. He's like, the one thing I will not do is give up on my dream. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's the one, th- that's a, that's a non-negotiable. If you, if you want me to sacrifice that, we can't be together. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'll do everything else for you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how I'm going to be. Like, I can't. Like, not, not on this. Yeah. And that's how it should be, though. But a lot of people don't. But a lot of people are not like that. And then they be resenting <clears throat> the other person for it later. Whether it be a significant other. Kids. Or there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of grown people out here that resent their kids, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You sit there, you sit there and you hollering at your kids uh about about what it about what you used to do. That kid's hearing that. Now they like, dang, dang, if I wasn't here, your life would be that much better. Right. Yeah, it's like that clip of that girl she was speaking. I don't know if you saw it, but she was going in saying that exact thing that you just said. Like, uh, I ain't seen it. She just pretty much saying what you were saying, just like she was just like, she was probably 11 years old and she had a long speech. But it was all facts. But one of it, like you just said, she was like, and y'all parents, y'all got to be careful what y'all saying to y'all kids because we hearing that. We taking that in. Like when you be like, if I if I wasn't here or what I used to do and stuff like that, it's like now we feel like we shouldn't be here or now we don't want to be here. and Your life will be better without us and et cetera, et cetera. That's, that's real. And because and adults, they don't be realizing like, like, you got emotions. You as an adult have emotions. Why do you think this kid don't? Right. You get them from, shoot, from the beginning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't seen your kid. I don't seen no. I don't seen a one year old looking embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, why would? So you see that they processing. May, don't not process. They don't know how to process their emotions, which a lot of adults don't either. True. But you but you can sit there and you can see the the kid. You can see the the like you can literally see it in real time, like them working on figuring out this feeling that they're feeling. Right. Right. Right now, and I'll be like, how do y'all not see that the kid 
like, why you just don't take their emotions into account for nothing? Because I got little cousins. I'd be like, man, the way that they mama and they, uh, that they mama be talking to them or uh, people around the house be talking to them or they granny be talking to them, I'd be like, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, you got to be selfish, man. You, you can't you can't lose track of your dreams and your goals for nobody else. And I, I feel like it would help. Like I said, I'm not a parent, so I don't know. But it, it just seems like if you went all in on it, your kid would be in a better position. Yeah. Because a lot of stuff that a lot of stuff that the parent thinks that they're sacrificing for the child, or just in anything, or the significant other thinks that they're sacrificing for the other significant other, or the friend thinks that they're sacrificing for the other, y'all all will probably be better if you if you didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, that made me think about the conversations we had when I was out here taking quote unquote single and I was talking about co-parenting and stuff, he was like, bro, it ain't it ain't what you think it is, bro. Like they gonna be <laughs> they gonna be okay, dog. Like <laughs> they gonna be okay. But you was like, bro, don't make no decisions based off of that, cause they will be fine, dog. Yeah, like I know perfect situation. Yeah, you always wanna, you know, have have that household unit but I was like shoot but that's gonna be a long road it's gonna be a long road for you buddy if you don't if that ain't right and you just stay in there for that only reason yeah like that's gonna be a miserable household for everybody yeah and you're actually doing more harm than than good yeah but we gonna wrap this up man I don't even know. We uh, we talked about school, learning, um, eating pussy, <laughs> relationships. Hey man, we we versatile, baby. We versatile. I didn't even do what I wanted to do and start this off. I had a clear vision on what I wanted to start this off talking about, and I didn't. So I'm gonna do it right now, and we gone. Look, I'm having my first ever five-day challenge where you're going to spend five days with me and learn how to monetize your IP, your intellectual property, and turn your genius into a digital asset. And then I'm also going to teach you how to scale that digital asset to a six-figure level because once you have a digital product created, there's literally no ceiling to the, to the income that you can make with it because it's infinitely scalable once you have the proper systems in place. So come spend five days with me while I teach you how to monetize your genius and turn your intellectual property into digital assets. Text the word digital to 859-605-3297. Again, text the word digital to 859-605-3297.